Hello, welcome to, who cares what number this is, welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands. This is the big 2-0. The big 2-0. No, no, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten all about the numbers. I'd forgotten all about the big 2-0, but it's a big 2-0 apparently. Um, if the more eagle-eyed listeners, are they eagle-eyed listeners? Eagle-eared. Eagle-eared listeners eagle-eared. will notice slightly different microphones because we've actually put lavaliers on everyone. So we'll see how that sounds. Try and improve our sound quality. Yeah. <laughs> lavalier sounds like a cavalry. So I can take you know, shoes off. Man on a horse or something. Yeah. I'll say lavalier. Lavalier for anyone who doesn't know is a microphone attached to a wire on a clip. On your, on, on, your, yeah. on your lapel. So we're all actually attached together, really. Aren't we? Because <laughs> normally, Katie and I are sitting on the sofa and Hannah is on the other side of the room, but you're not. You're <laughs> right, right, right. You're right next to us now. <laughs> so I think the big news, and I think all our listeners will want to know, oh. is how's the smoking going? It's going really well, actually. This is day three of cold turkey. I decided to go, because I started counting down last week, and then I was like, you know what, the best way to do it is to just cold turkey it. That's mm. amazing. So this is day three, and apparently day three is meant to be like the hardest day I've heard that if you can get past day five, mm. so you seem well I though. Yeah. I feel alright. I've been, I've been quite hyperactive and trying to keep myself really busy. And, and you're doing making things. lot of yogurt as yes, well. Yes, made a lot of yogurt. <laughs> been going out, going to the gym, trying to keep active, and just try and take my mind off of having a cigarette. That's why you look like you're ready for the gym right now, in because yeah. it's dressed down Friday. Yes. <laughs> in fact, if we had an emergency court thing, it would be up to you. Katie, oh goodness, because I'm in jeans. <laughs> Hannah's in her joggers. Um, and also, you'll notice that Thomas is not with us. Um, this is because we have decided on looking at the past 19 mm. podcasts. It probably works better when there's three of us, so we're going to take it in a rotor. We're, yes. we're all rather opinionated, aren't we? We all like to, to, to take a lot of time up on the airwaves with, with our opinions. So we thought it'd be better to have just three of us, so we, it's a bit more diluted. So is there anything you can tell us about our stats this week, or stats so far, Katie? So we're gradually improving, which is good news. So every time we do a podcast, we're going, our more recent ones are higher, which is great, because it means that we're engaging more listeners. That's thanks to you, listener. That's it you, is. That's your fault. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And we've got quite popular podcasts when we have guests. Okay. Which could be a hint for later on. It so could be their families tuning exactly. in. Exactly. Right, people, people just don't like listening to us and just like <laughs> <laughs> it could be that too, but we're looking good, we're definitely improving, and I would say that we're going to go viral within the next month. Excellent. So <laughs> the majority of our listeners are? UK, then the Netherlands, hello to all of you out there. Oh, hello. A bit random, but Could you to possibly be my relatives if you are? Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. of course. I've got, quite a, I've got half my family in the Netherlands. So okay, well, that would make sense. Right, yeah. <laughs> it might well possibly be me. And then Falkland Islands, so okay. we're doing well on the stats. And how's our famous people in California? California listeners, you are still there. Oh, yeah. excellent. If you want to come down? Let us know. Yeah. Bring... Do you want to take one of us on a holiday to California? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's that. We could go visit them. You can, you can be on the podcast. <laughs> so, smoothly, well, not very smoothly at all. Um, one, we've, you've got a list of things that we're going to talk about today. And the first one is? Yes. So, what is a Falkland oh, Islander? What is a Falkland mm. Islander? What makes a Falkland Islander? Now, do you know what? Penguin News. Oh, I said the word. I should put Penny in the jar. Um, Penguin News did a piece... Wally, I think it was an, uh, was an editorial about what was a pe- what was a Falkland Islander, and it involved cooking and and baking a tray of buns and shearing sheep and stuff. But um, for me personally, I think a Falkland Islander is somebody who lives and works in the Falkland Islands. I because would say you've so. made that choice. Yeah. See, 
I personally wouldn't Katie's cons- opening a chocolate yeah. bar. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go there. <laughs> I personally wouldn't consider myself a Falklander, even though I live and work here, mm. because my Why? family's in the UK. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, and uh, as much as I love the Falkland Islands, I'm not going to be here forever. Forever. Whereas and I am. And I'm going to go home, whereas you probably will be. I am. Yeah. And I, you've got your status I'm as well. I'm fully benefied, fully I am, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Katie? Do you feel like you're a Falkland Islander? Well, I'm quite patriotic scott Mm -hmm. um and i think no matter where i settle in the world i will always be scottish Mm -hmm. but i don't think that if for example i decided to stay here for five years let's say i would like to think that i would be considered as valued as the same value as anyone else that is living and working here Mm. A Scottish Falkland Islander. Because I've committed yeah. my life There's to being here. There's quite a few Scottish people in there the is. Falkland Islands, isn't there? There's quite a few Scottish people everywhere. We are travellers. Yeah, but do, do you, we had a, a lady down here a few years ago who was from Scotland. She was a music, uh, a musician. And she said she liked it here because it reminded her so much of Scotland. Is it? Is this what Scot- North Scotland looks like? Um, Scotland is very similar to this. We have a lot more hills. Mm. Um, but the weather and the climate is all very similar, um, I would say so. And I think as well, the people that are down here are quite similar to Scottish people. Very kind of, it's a more laid back mm. atmosphere, I would say, because my dad's English and I spent, and so is my stepmom and everything, spent quite a lot of time in England. And I think Scot- Scottish people are just a bit more take. Scotland takes takes life as it comes, I think, mm-hmm. which I think is quite like the Falkland Islands, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Indeed. I think that's why Scottish people like it here. So I'm moving on to the Scottish theme. Look at me, joining all the things together. <laughs> um, we are going to, FITV are mm. going to organise a Burns Night, which I think it's mostly you organising it, Katie, <laughs> uh, on the 25th of January. So if you're in the Falkland Islands, around that time, please get in touch with FITV and perhaps we can... Get, get your ticket. Get, that would get be amazing. Gay Gordons. Get you doing Gay Gordons. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaylee. Gay Kaylee, which is yeah. not spelt at all like you would think Kaylee was spelt like it's like Sidilach or something. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> Special Haggis as well being sent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Melbourne Haggis Melbourne. is already ordered. Yeah, Haggis is ordered. Whiskey is ordered. That's all you need, really, isn't it? Well, and a couple of flags. <laughs> ski and do, and we're all good. <laughs> and a ski and do, which is not something you do on snow. No, it's <laughs> not. No. Uh, what's next on our list? So we're going to move on from talking about what is a Falkland Island to talking about keeping money in the economy and how we can do that. Yeah, now we had a chat before we start mm. the podcast. <laughs> listen, all listener, you may, nice yeah, thing, listener, you may think that we just do this off, off you know, top yeah. of our heads, but actually we do put some thought into it, and I can't remember how we got from there to the so other. So I think we were thinking about contractors coming down here, and if they're going to stay for a long time, or if they're just going to sort of learn their trade here and then leave again, and how are we able to keep... To keep money in the economy that's down here so for example obviously there's been something going on with the local the local fruit and veg um, market things mm-hmm. like that and how are we able to keep money going through the system I in think, the Falkland I think, Islands? Yeah. I think the question the question really is sh- should should we be getting stuff from the UK I know obviously some things we have to get shipped in from the UK but should be if, if it's produced locally then sh- do we not have 
almost like an alliance to have to, I'm sure, have to keep it local. Yeah. I'm sure that the FIDC, the Falklands Development Corporation, I think, I'm sure they ran a scheme a few years back called Fresh for the Future or something, encouraging people to grow stuff in their gardens. Because if we all did it, because you guys have got a polytunnel, haven't you? Yeah. And what have you, got in, what have you had in yours? We, okay. don't, we don't go out into the polytunnel. <laughs> I've, I've turned our utility room into my mini greenhouse. It's fun. Oh, what are you growing? Uh, peppers. Yeah. And celery. And then I've got a hell of a lot of aloe vera, which I'm not going to eat. No. <laughs> and cactuses and things like that. But I'm trying to get some more things going. I want to buy some seeds. Yeah. But um, And get some little trays going and actually start growing stuff like lettuce and it's, stuff it like is that. the time of year to be planting, planting your, yeah. which is bizarre when you come from the uk mm. um you know it's, it's, it opposite. Take, yeah. it's, it's opposite and you've yeah. got to think it's actually it's about february time now yeah if, you, if we were in the northern hemisphere i've, I've done tomatoes before <coughs> my tomatoes are very hit and miss some years they're great some years they're like two of them and you think but that brings us on nicely actually to the governor who's been here a year he, he has, has Amazing gardens. We went mm. and filmed Talking Point a couple of days ago. But we stayed inside. You went out. Yeah, I went yeah, to see what were his they gardens. Like? And he's got these huge polytunnels and greenhouses. And he's got all these rows and rows of different veg and fruit and stuff. And he was saying that what he does with the excess produce is he gives it to the hospital. Mm. So the hospital Such a lovely idea. Yeah. yeah. Really lovely. Which is quite nice because it's... Because normally they use the food for um, catering if they've got guests around and whatever. But whatever's left yeah. over, yeah, he gives to them, which is good. And not only does he give it to them, in that he personally, I think, sometimes yes, goes did. over to drop it off, which I think yeah. is... And he says that he, he goes round the vulnerable people who live in the community and takes some grapes as yeah, well, which I think is such, yeah. such yeah. an amazing, amazing thing to do, to be getting out there and socialising and just, you know, I think it's, I think it's great that he so does ho- that. Yeah, hopefully, because I know with the grapes, it's once a year, isn't it, or something like that, that he pick grapes. Well, when we went, the, yeah, the, the grapevine, which is in the was conservatory, empty. was empty. But next time he goes and does it, hopefully we can get some clips of him so if you watch FITV in the next year stick with us for a year and you'll be able to see the governor picking some grapes why not just subscribe for a whole year and then you will not miss it just get it over and over with Um, so um, we are now on week 394 that's going out tonight that's the 14th of uh, February 14th of September is week 393 that's going out tonight and we have got the governor on there talking about the constitution which has been a long piece yes. that I've been working on. Paula's baby. Paula's baby for the yeah. last <laughs> goodness how many months. But I'm um, excited that it's actually finally done. Yeah. Oh, it I could have Paula's Should we ringing? pause yes, while we answer the phone? Um, yeah, the governor's been here a year. It was actually this time last year that we did our first, I think, proper mojo equip, uh, mm. thing. Um, it, his... Um, swearing-in ceremony because we were told obviously it was jam-packed in there and we were told it couldn't really have massive tripods. I've got a silly grammatical question but is it inauguration? Is that the word? Yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to say whether I'm saying it right. Yes. Yeah, no, sorry. So, with Mojo, what was it like doing that for the first time? Were you a bit nervous? No, I felt it was fantastic. I was a little bit worried because it's one of those things that if you don't get it right... Mm-hmm. We've got nothing to fall back on. We had no main cameras. Did you guys have the gimbal and the iconographer? No, no, we didn't have a gimbal at that point. We had, I had my little tripody thing, which I held. So it's, it is, it is, it does shake. It's not, a, it's not a steady shot. 
but I was pleased with uh, the, the sound we got from it and I was pleased with the um, picture. Yeah, I was actually looking at that Quality. video for my film project yeah. and actually the shots look really good. Yeah, and I think it might, have been, it might have been on my old phone, the one I dropped down the loop, <coughs> so it's not the new, newer ones yeah. that we've, we've got um, that, are, that are much better. Yeah. But yeah, I was really, really pleased. Yeah. And for me personally, I've got a back problem, so I can't. Ca our cameras and you know, like Carry twelve ki yeah, kilos, aren't they? Our cameras are twelve kilos. Our tripods are eleven kilos, um, and it's just too much for me to carry on my own. Whereas I could go out and go, right, I'm going to do this. It's just me, a little rucksack. And exactly. I love mobile journalism. And I think that's it's really helpful when we're doing events with children as well because mm. it's less intimidating for them because obviously down here the Falkland Islands do a lot for the community yes. and there's lots of times where we're filming quite sensitive things and sometimes having a phone there is better. Mm. Well a lot but of people don't like to be on camera do they? Well because as soon as they see the big lens I think oh, freeze up whereas I if you do it on your yeah. phone it's quick quick yeah. and it's good for quick journalism as well if you're looking for breaking news or whatever you can zip out with your phone yeah. and the gimbal and chuck in a mic and yeah. you're so a lot of things, because there's lots of community things going on, isn't there? They are, they are amazing down here. I think we've touched on it a bit before, but I think the way that people rally around here and really help each other out is something that you don't experience elsewhere. I mean, these um, at the minute there's these lottos going on where you buy, you spend twenty pounds on a ticket and have the chance of winning ten thousand mm. pounds, and from that happens every month. And I was hearing about this last night, and from that four thousand pounds that's raised goes to charity every single month. Wow, wow! Which for a enough. small community is just incredible. And am I right in saying that ten thousand pounds is raised from the ticket people putting in? Yep. Ticket, yeah. and that's yep. the twenty pound cost of the actual ticket. And yeah. 4000 yeah. goes to charity, which yeah. is just, because we've got lots of great charities down here as well. We Including have. Including Harry's Help for Heroes. Help for well. Heroes, yeah. yeah. Um, and at the same time as Help for Heroes was on, uh, we, no, Help for Heroes is the military <laughs> one. I was about to say, not <laughs> Help for Heroes. It was Harry's Heroes. Help for Harry. Yeah. Help for Harry. And Harry's they, Heroes, that's it. <laughs> and they had um, a, a thing going on at the town hall. And at the same time, look how I'm linking this, at the same time the fire brigade were cleaning cars and it just so happened that the next letter of our list of... Um, e. Uh, alphabetical yes. of um, jobs. jobs is E for emergency services. Cue the ukulele. Ting! So we are here with Jen Bredenston, firefighter. First of all, we want to talk to you. What do you do in your daily life as a firefighter in the Falkland Islands? Um, good question. Um, there's a lot of aspects of firefighting that um, we do. Um, there's a lot of training that we sort out for the retained guys. Uh, we do fire extinguisher courses, fire warden courses, um, help members of the public when called. We've just been up the road and poured sand all over the, because hydraulics are burst, so we're, we're always called upon. Um, so yeah, I mean, people say, what do you do? Because we, we're not out with our sirens all the time, but we are actually in here doing stuff, sorting courses, doing courses, doing all sorts of things. It sounds like you're quite a key part of the emergency services. Do you guys all work together, the emergency services? Yeah, yeah we work together very well. Um, we are called upon, the police will call us for assistance, the hospital can call us for assistance. So we kind of, as well as being in the fire service, we also assist the others. But likewise with them as well, they assist us when needed. So. And what made you decide to become a firefighter and join something like the police or the ambulance service? Well, I was in the FIDF, um, but 
I tried to join both at the same year, I get a year gap. Um, I joined the FIDF, did all right. And then next year I joined the fire service, but the fire service, not being rude to any other, like the FIDF, but we actually train and we use our training to help people that need our help. Whereas I found that a lot more rewarding than fair enough, the FIDF do do their job and they do do search and rescue and they do a great job of it. But I found it more rewarding being here. And yeah, I should have done it 20 years ago, to be fair. And I guess you guys are like sometimes like the first kind of respondent, responders to incidents and stuff like that. Or? Yeah, we, we generally turn up on the scene first. Uh, obviously, calls go through the police station and then we get paid. But we normally beat people to the scene of stuff. If, um, if someone's sitting at home and they're from the Falkland Downs and they would like to become a firefighter, how can they do that? Okay, so we do a recruits course pretty much every year, um, which is open to most people. We like people to be in the island for more than a couple of years because it takes three to six months to get someone up to a standard that they can go out. Um, and if you want to become full-time, then that's quite tricky because there's only five positions in our station here. So it takes one of us to leave. But if you do get here... Most of the training now can actually be done in the islands, but it would still be brilliant to go away and do the course in the UK. I'm not saying you couldn't do it here. There's aspects that you need to go away to do. And do you guys get called out to camp as well, or is it, are you just based in Stanley? No, no, we're Falkland Islands Fire and Rescue, so that is outer islands. We've been to Pebble to do campfires. We've been to the west for campfires. Anything more serious then MPAs up the road so they'll normally go before us and if they need assistance we'll go out but yeah when you go away to these colleges for training and you explain to the people there that sometimes it could take a day to get to a fire they're like no what a ferry a six hour drive no impossible no that's a helicopter even <laughs> but that's the thing I think with, with your job yeah Standing in the Falklands, a small place, not many people, oh, not much goes on firefighting-wise. Mm -hmm. But actually, when something does happen, you've got, you're up against travelling to the place, the roads are bad, you've got kind of the worst end no. of the di in that respect compared to like a UK firefighter where you've got roads and you can quickly zip and yeah. whatever. So if anything, I would have thought your job's probably a little bit more oh, it harder. Is. And they, they don't understand, but in the UK you've got a station so someone can get to an incident within 15, 20 minutes. I mean, if someone has an accident at Goose Green, you're looking at three quarters of an hour before you even get there. We work on the gold now, which means getting someone into definitive medical care into a, into a surgeon, to a surgeon. But like I said, anywhere past Goose Green, or anywhere past the quarry, to be honest, by the time we get someone out of a vehicle in an ambulance into the hospital, we're over an hour. So. We've got some very important questions that I think Hannah wanted to ask. I did, I did want to ask this, actually. Do you ever get any strange people phoning up saying, hello, can you guys come and do strippograms in your, uh, <laughs> in your uniforms? Uh, not quite that. <laughs> I think they've seen our, like, our retained guys and full-time people. We're not much for strippers. <laughs> There's a few that have been mentioned. Well, not mentioned. <laughs> um, but we have asked... Uh, a employee, um, Jeff, was asked to go around to someone's house and put out these 
like 80 birthday candles. <laughs> Uh, is this Fancy. an emergency? Yeah, we've got a big fire. There's 80 birthday candles. And yeah, that just, yeah. Not, not, not so much, mm. which yeah. is quite good. But, you know. And um, um, what do you love most about your job? Just helping people. It's great. Great. I'm really into my first aid. So the more people I can teach basic life saving skills, then that's a bonus for everyone. But the group as well. The group are awesome. Awesome bunch mm-hmm. of people we got. Yeah. Anyway, well, well thank, thank you. you. That's all so right. Thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, go. Well, we've come Bring to the uh, end of our list of, of things we were going to talk about today. So, um, are what? you still. Are you, Who's reading what at the moment? Let's just have a quick update on books. On our books? Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading? I'm reading The End of Science and the Land, but I must admit I've been very bad with my reading and I've probably been doing more... I'm doing this embroidery stitchy <laughs> stuff. So I've my kind of crafty <laughs> project is taking over your hand, a little bit. Is this keeping Keep my hands, hands busy, not smoking, so I'm like, right. So I've been knitting a hat. I've got a jumper that's on the go, on the go and a, um, this big cushion cover embroidery thing that's going to take me probably years. Okay, so that's, <laughs> <laughs> so that's me on the reading front. Yeah. Well, I'm on a bit of a reading frenzy at the minute because a couple of weeks ago when we spoke, I was reading quite a book that I was very invested in and I finished that very quickly. You then use that phrase a lot when you're reading, invested in it. I get very invested, mm. which is why I think I blitz books because then I read a book called Love Lessons. That was very quick. You had that with you everywhere. When you were <laughs> and now I'm reading a book called Falling Out of Fashion, which I'm quite passionate about fashion, so not that you can tell today. <laughs> do you know if the court rings or government I'm house ready. rings you're there that's, you were sending you but um so that's what i'm reading but i'm also reading the six i'm reading two books i'm also reading a very wonderful book called the pianist as well it's been weeks since we've uh well, only two I weeks think the listeners actually had an excerpt read out we, we do yeah, we, we need read to, out a little bit of it we need to plug that book so plug i'm reading two very good, very sort of easy to read, enjoyable reads that are, you know, quite quite easy to get through books which, at the minute. Which one are you uh, leaning more towards? Which, yeah, which, which one, one are you, you leaning prefer? more towards? Well, because I've got The Pianist is on my phone, because you can get the Kindle app for free and then download um, Paula's book from there. And then I'm one reading... And then I'm reading Falling Out of Fashion in book form. I'm tending to, when I'm out and about, read The Pianist, but then when before I fall asleep at night and when I first get up in the morning, I'm reading a chapter of Falling Out of Fashion. Okay. So what, I'm blitzing both of them. What's the name of the mystery author of The Pianist? Hmm. You, you, you could hmm. be my PR person. I know, I could. I could. <laughs> you could. Well, I think it's Rita Seagull. Rita Seagull. It? Oh, it's yeah. under that pen she? name. Mad woman. Seriously, how are you finding it? It's not. Don't I listen to her. have been laughing at little bits. Usually when Paula's sitting next to me, what bit are you at? <laughs> um, I've been finding it. There's some funny little, just clever little quirks in there, which I quite like. As well, though, I'm quite... I'm wondering where the where the main protagonist is going. She's oh, very, good. she's quite, um, she's got a lot of layers to her. So, and I'm not quite sure where she's where she's at, what she's going to do. So. Have, you, have you managed to suss out who the characters are based on yet? Or uh... well, I've been I've been trying not to. Talking about your your female protagonist that you're you're worrying about. I'm reading. Well, I, can I just make? I'm going to whisper this. Okay. I've stopped reading Stephen King. <gasps> and I don't know why, because it's a really good, he's a very good storyteller, and, but 
I've moved on to a, a book called uh, Running with he Running in Heels or Running with Heels, which is great, and it's my kind of book, chick lit and that. But it's got to the point where actually I'm getting a bit cross with her, getting a bit cross with the protagonist. It's tough and when that all happens. Do is giving her a slap and and you know, and say and I haven't felt that way since Fifty Shades of Grey. Actually, I wanted to slap her as well. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she's a bit kind of like, oh, you trying to say, wake up, wake up and smell the coffee. These people are using you. <clears throat> Plus the fact that she's just been diagnosed with uh, anorexia, and I don't read books to be. Um, I like to be entertained. I don't like to. A light-hearted book. Yeah. Is mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got enough things going on with that. You know. Life so you in want to general. Escapism. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think I like fantasy. I'm going to read a fantasy book again. News. News. Because I, I was going to say, thinking, thinking of news. I mean, the craft fair is coming up this weekend, isn't it? The craft fair is and coming up this please, weekend. Please tell us, Paula, and the listeners. I'm sure are very excited to find out what you've submitted. I've submitted a hat. That's not the answer I wanted. <laughs> what else have you submitted? I submitted a nude. It's nude, lovely. But it's, I, yeah, it's very well done. It's, it's a tasteful nude though, isn't it? Because we must have said it's a family family event. Well, you say it is not a tasteful nude. No, no, no but he hasn't it's got all his bits exposed. He's holding some sort of a loincloth. No, no, no he's not. this is a different one. Wait, I haven't seen this one. Are you? Yeah, no. He, Which one are you putting in? He, the one that's interested. Can I just, can, I, can we leave it in? like that? Rudy Judy. He's, he's, he looks interested. We'll have to put some sort of explicit content thing <laughs> over the top. <laughs> well, the ladies at the Spinners and Weavers Guild said, why don't I put a post-it note over? Yes. But also, I think there's plenty of statues all around that you don't ask to see, but you happen to see of that sort of thing. And I think it's art and oh, I think it's good. part of it. But he's not doing anything lewd, is he? And I also think maybe if you submitted your loincloth one as well, it would make more you of a, so, yeah, a know, transition. Together, it's yeah. not it's not just the a man with his bits out. Yes, I don't know how to word that. But they aren't very detailed bits. That's why I think it's okay. It's very clever how you've it was. The they're skimmed over. <laughs> Clearly, Paula must have done a lot of research on this. Oh my goodness me! Tell, what the hell us, is this turning us, into? Tell us about your no, let's search not. history on the internet. Let's Paula. not. No. Let's not. Let's not go there. Um, um, <laughs> but if anyone is listening out there who who <laughs> would like, like to nude modeling be Paula. a nude model, um, <laughs> it's very tasteful and it's very artistic. But I could just do with somebody in real life rather than have to rely on on photographs. But anyway, what's going on <laughs> next week, Katie? <gasps> something special is happening next week. It is, and I'm really excited. I'm turning 23 on oh, Tuesday, please. and I'm really excited. I love my birthday, so... You're going to have a day of doing nothing, that's what I think you should do. Put your feet up. And I'm going to lounge. In the office. Yeah, I'm going to come the into office. the office <laughs> and lounge and get everyone to make me cups of cups tea of and bring me yeah. biscuits. So, birthday messages to news at fitv.co.uk. I would love that. If, if, if even one person that listens to our podcast sends me a birthday message, that would make me really happy so please do oh please do <laughs> um, we've got a hectic week next week well do you know what tuesday, tuesday the 18th is a is a pretty hefty day anyway because it's the um chilean national day as well it Chilean is. independence so we've got a government house reception on that one um I've got uh, i'm having my hair news. done on thursday you haven't you but i've got hard news morning. for the next couple of weeks yeah. um i've got one on dbs checks which Ooh. is very exciting 
and internet safety mm. and also standard Because there's, there's been some things, yeah. haven't there, recently? People have had their WhatsApp um, yes, and it, being hacked. Yeah, and this is the thing, I think, because a lot of children here have telephones at quite a young age, it's trying to police their use of the internet. Obviously, when they're at school, there are certain websites they can't look at and da-da-da, yeah. but as soon as they're connected to a sure hotspot, they can do, they whatever, can do like. whatever they like. So oh, I think it's okay. trying to see what's, what's sure and, and what the um, safeguarding board are hoping to put in place to... Because yeah. what I heard was somebody had, got, somebody had got their WhatsApp and um, it sounded like this message, a not very nice message, had been sent out to everyone in their contacts. And because it's such a small community down here, people just went, oh, he wouldn't be doing that or she wouldn't have done that. Exactly. Um, so it's very easy to, to sort it out. Whereas if, if you were in a in a bigger population, perhaps you'd be you'd be going, oh my goodness, what's all this also, about? But also a lot of people, are, I think, are quite switched on to saying, no, I'm not going to reply to that. But there, there's always going to be that one person, maybe, maybe a young child or mm-hmm. a vulnerable adult or something like that, who will think, oh, Actually, maybe I will reply to this or take it as a genuine message, mm-hmm. which I think, I don't know, there, there needs to be more more awareness and more education on that. And your ball hockey season started then, Katie? Yes, it has. On the board, there's a lot of... Cause a lot of hockey. I'm coaching a junior hockey team and I'm playing in the adults ball hockey team. Excellent. It's good fun. I'm glad to, it's quite a big thing down here so I really feel like it's helped me sort of integrate myself into the community. We've all all been quite active haven't we? The past couple of weeks Paul has been gymming. I go to the gym, I spend half an hour on the walker. On the walker. (laughs) Which is the treadmill for the normal people. And half of that time is me spent trying to make pretty patterns with the incline because it you know it goes up in blocks so you can actually make a pattern. I made a whale the other day um, <laughs> from doing it. And biggest night of the year, I would suggest, perhaps, uh, <gasps> Conservation oh. Ball. Katie's birthday. And no, we, managed, <laughs> we managed to get tickets as well. That we was, did. God, that was we such good fun. Phone, we? But we were quite lucky. Tom and I managed to get in quite quickly. It was. Oh, what I'll do is, because I managed to catch some of the, the m- manic phone ringing and the hysteria that um, happened when we were trying to get through to get conservation ball tickets on camera, and I will save them on our Instagram as moments, which means that when you go to our FITV Instagram profile, you can click the little bubble and you can watch us. Watch us uh, hectically can, phoning. Yeah, very, and very excited. standing on a, on a stool going, I yes, like it, it from up here. What was the other thing you shouted the other day? Something like, you're not... I can't remember what it was. Some, something about the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> something about Instagram. It was, yeah, quite amusing. Anyway, um, thank you very much for listening to this, listener. Um, we're glad you're still there with us. Like our everything that you can. What's the technical word to use? <laughs> like our Facebook page, follow our Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, indeed. Uh, if you play the ukulele, get in touch and uh, tell us about it because I'm well, we could have struggling with it. We could get people in on ukulele spots and do you know what that's what we're going to do Next send video, in yeah send, send in. in clips of you guys playing ukulele if anyone plays on the island or anywhere in the world send in yeah. a clip news or any tv <laughs> just engage with us that's what we, we, need, we need a new jingle for our podcast so yeah that person willing in, to uh, give yeah. us some ideas yeah and that person in california get in touch <laughs> um so we will see you next week don't forget if you want to um watch what we've been talking about then you need to look at uh, week number 394 on our um, website. website. Thank you. Um, FITV.co.fk. Subscribe. It's only 60 quid a year. It's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing at all. Um, and you get, to, you, you get to see us all year. 
Um, anyway. Who wouldn't pay that to see <laughs> our faces all year round? Next week, Tom will be back with us, um, and we'll just keep the three of us going um, yep. on these podcasts. And we'll see you next time. See you see later. Ya.